What's the deal? It's your boy Chris Childs, aka Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul, entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. Everybody, it's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's with two S's Talk About It underscore. So, without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. So, I've been reading that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I got to say, it's very, very interesting from a lot of perspectives. The main thing that I'm very impressed by the book, I haven't read the whole thing yet. So this is just a partial review. But uh, the most thing I'm impressed about the book is that it just completely exposes financial literacy. It completely exposes how the rich get rich, stay rich and how they don't pay taxes. I've learned more on financial literacy in that book in the week and a half that I've had it than the entire years that I've been in school. Literally. It's a shame. You go to kind I go I've been to kindergarten through 12th grade. I've done some college and I've learned more about financial security, stability, and responsibility in a whole week than I have in a whole 12 years of my life. A whole 12 years of my life, I have not learned as much as I have about financial, financials and money in a week and a half. Which is really sad. But at the same time, I'm happy that I stumbled across the opportunity to read this book. And it really makes me think harder about owning a business. Y'all know me. I used to be Mr. 9 to 5. But as I transitioned into a more mature age and a more selective mindset when it comes to where I choose to work. My tolerance for these jobs have just sh shockingly went below, like went below so crazy. Like I'm halfway done with the book. Well, I'm more than halfway done with the book. I'll be done with it in a few days. You know, I'll be done with it in a few days. I only have a hundred something chapters. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> not chapters. Hold on now. I got a hundred something more pages to go and then I'm done. You know, I could easily read half of that today and read the other half tomorrow. But, you know, I, I, I just don't really care about these jobs anymore. Like, I stopped caring. But once I really started reading this book and I started, you know, getting more into the mindset that millionaires have, these jobs are just so useless. These jobs are useless and they have no, they have no reason to be in my life.
Like for one, now I'm not going to go through the whole book. I'm just going to go through basically what I've read so far. And then one of these podcasts, one of these days, I'm definitely going to have like a full blown discussion about the book. But, um, like with the rich, right? People who own corporations, people who own real estate, people who own businesses, people who run successful businesses, even if they're just fresh businesses, but they're starting to get a little cash flow going. They don't pay taxes. Rich people don't pay taxes. The wealthy don't pay taxes. Especially when you create jobs. When you create jobs, you don't pay as many taxes. I mean, everybody pays taxes, but you don't pay, you know, the rich don't pay taxes because they know tax codes. And if you don't, if you know tax codes, then there's ways to get out of taxes. There's ways to get paid more. There's, there's so many different ways in these tax codes that you can use to be on your side. And it's all legal. You know, a lot of people who aren't financially educated, as soon as you hear, oh, somebody didn't pay taxes, just like how Donald Trump when he was running for president or when he was president, people say, oh, he didn't pay taxes. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Wealthy people don't pay taxes. Rich people don't pay taxes. People who know tax codes don't pay taxes. Trump is the ultimate tax code person. One of the ultimate tax code person. He's not going to pay taxes because he knows the system and it's legal. Everything he's done is legal. That's why he didn't go to jail. That's why all these other rich people and wealthy people don't go to jail for not paying taxes. And at first, I was one of those people who were like, oh, well, he don't pay taxes. How is he not in jail? Tax codes. It teaches about tax code. It teaches about how you should learn accounting, the law of um, the law of, that goes around uh, financial education, um, the market. And it's it's just so much like he goes into stocks, bond, uh, Robert Kiyosaki goes into stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Um, he talks assets to liabilities. He teaches you how to have money work for you. And there's so many different ways, especially nowadays. It's so much easier to get rich and be financially successful. Especially if you don't have kids. It's so much easier now. All you got to do is Google how to, etc. And it'll be thousands of links that'll lead you to that discussion. Whether it's a Reddit page where it has a whole bunch of people commenting under the comments or just a regular website where it tells you the exact how-tos and step-by-steps. The library is still useful, but the internet is an even bigger library than every library in the world. It's fast and easy. You just have to get into the mindset and get into the habits of the rich who pay themselves, who self-educate themselves. Ever since I started reading daily, like consistently daily, especially when it comes to people who are more wealthy than me, I feel a lot smarter than what I was. Because I'll admit, there's a lot of people that I be around that I see there at the clubs or the bars, and they cool people. They nice people. 
we hang, we, you know, we do our thing and, you know, we, 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 we good mutual, we have good mutual friends and we know some of the same people, but we're not on the same level. And I can tell just by the, how the way they move, more people want, people want jobs more than anything. People are so set and so comfortable at these jobs more than anything. They don't care about financial freedom. They think putting money into a savings account is going to help when in reality, those banks are taking what you got and they're spending it and loaning it to other people in other places. Meanwhile, you could have put your money into a stock, into something that could help the money work for you, but instead they want to have a job. A lot of people don't want to get paid first. Rich people, they get paid, they pay themselves, and then whatever left, whatever's left over, they pay in taxes. You know, and like I said, I'm not going to get all the way detailed into it because I'm not done finished reading the whole book. Plus, I've gathered so much information. I'm going to have to read the book again just to make sure that I have everything down. But it's just so simple the way most things are in the world. But the educational system wants to make it so complicated that we don't learn anything. They don't teach you financial literacy in school. They teach you how to write a check and how to be a banker. They don't teach you real accounting. They'll teach you calculus, all this advanced math but they won't teach you a lick about financial literacy. Yeah, all that math is good, but if you don't know how to use that good math into your finances, what's the use? You just know how to solve a complicated math problem. That's all that is. It's crazy. Like I, I, And I love this book. I love this book. It's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Make sure that you get that book. If you are a serious entrepreneur, not for you people, people who just want to work nine to fives, don't bother getting this book. I, you just listen to the podcast and see what they see what I got to say about it. But don't get that book if you're not trying to actually start a business and escape the rat race. If you want to stay in the rat race, this book isn't for you because you're going to get in your feelings and you're not going to finish it anyway because a lot of the things that he says is actual facts that gets under people's skin. A lot of these publishers didn't even, a lot of these uh, publishers didn't even want to promote the book, sell it in the stores, any of that because they seen that Robert Kiyosaki was telling nothing but the truth. <laughs> To get off subject real quick, I remember I read a book by Robert Kiyosaki and Donald Trump and it said, why we want you to be rich. And in one of the chapters, it specifically said money is like an hourglass. The only thing is the poor is always going to feed the rich. The rich, may, the rich make money and pours money into the economy. And middle class and poor, you just turn that hourglass upside down, it goes right back to the rich. It just keeps going right back to the rich. And but one day there's not going to be a middle class. It's either you're going to be rich or you're going to be poor. You're either going to be wealthy, wealthy or you're going to be broke. That's just the times that we're coming into and we're coming to it closer and closer. And I believe by 2030, like the 2030s, 
that's when we're going to see a huge decline in a lot of these jobs because of AI technology. They already have a lot of robots flipping burgers, making food. Why would they want to pay a person to do something they can just have a robot do for free? They just have to pay extra on that electricity bill. Paying extra on electricity bill is more affordable than paying an actual person. I mean, let's just keep it real. That's why it's so wise to learn and educate yourself. I was reading in the book last night. Well, actually early this morning because I couldn't sleep. I was like one, two, around three in the morning. I couldn't even sleep. But I was just I just started reading because my sleeping schedule has been really messed up. So I just started reading. And. Oh, I forgot what I was about to say. But anyways, let me think. I was reading last night. And oh, yeah, he said that um, Robert in the book, there's a part where he was talking about how there's people with a lot of money, but a people there's a lot of people who have a lot of money, but they're not financially smart. Just because you have a lot of money and just because you get a lot of money does not mean you are financially smart, does not mean that you're using your money wisely. I know a lot of people just for example, when COVID came and people were getting PPP loans, people were buying the new J's, new cars, new houses, buying all this stuff, didn't put anything into their assets. They got the money and just created more liabilities. And now guess what? A lot of those people are homeless now because they lost those expensive cars they couldn't keep up with. They lost that house because of how tarnished the housing market is because they were like, oh, well, I can get a house now. COVID made everything all good. Yeah, I can get a house now. I can afford one. No, you can't. Your rent was way smaller than your mortgage and you could have stayed in the house. You could have stayed in your apartment, but you wanted to be so thirsty to get a house. And that's what a lot of people do. Like it talks about in the book how people, when they work harder for money, they have a tendency to spend more. So you're picking up more hours at your job and you're picking up this management position, supervisor position that helps you get more money, but you have to work harder and you spend more, you spend more. Oh yeah, now I can afford this new car because I got this raise, because I got this promotion. Now I can do that. And you can't even afford the lifestyle that you want. Like a lot of people, they don't invest money wisely. They put it into a savings account where the bank can steal their money and they give it back whenever it's available for them to give it back. Legally, the United States they can take money out of your account anytime they want. They don't even have to tell you. You can look it up. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of rich people don't put their money in the bank. They don't put their money in the savings account. As soon as it goes to their uh, account, they either put it somewhere else or they put it to work or they spend it to invest it. They don't just keep it in there. Just keep it in their savings. That's more money for the bank. That's why a lot of them open up business bank accounts. So that way that residual, that, that money that comes in their business bank account, it can look good on their business portfolio. Well, when it comes to like, when, when you know, um, when people, when financial, when, uh, 
when you're doing business and they look at your financial statements, it makes it, it makes you look good. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of them don't have regular bank accounts. A lot of rich people don't use debit cards. They pay everything in credit. Because you don't get credit paying in debit. They don't give you no credit paying in debit. <laughs> it's just so much that I find fascinating about that book and about finances now that I got to a point where now I buy a new book every week. Every time I get some cash, I spend it on a financial literacy book. Whether it's getting out of debt, how to go to college for free, how to get, how to uh, save up money, how to run a business online, how to market yourself. I don't care what it is. Whatever is going to increase my financial knowledge, I want. You know, I, because... It's it's already been a hard enough year financially for me. This is one of the hardest years I've had financial-wise and pressure-wise. But now that I have a different mindset, I'm ready to take over 2023 the right way, the way I, I wanted to be. Yeah, like this year, I ended, I ended this year. This year isn't over yet. But the end of this year, I did not end up where I wanted to be. This, I, I did not end up... Any of like the only I've only accomplished a few goals of mine, not the majority of what I should be doing and what I should have been had by now. And that book seriously have changed my whole mindset and has changed my whole way of thinking, living and loving. It's vital information. It's vital information. It, it breaks everything down. All the questions that you had, how do these rich people do this? How do rich people get successful? How do they do this? How do they do that? When do they do it? How do they do it? It's in that book. It's in that book. Like, even if you have to work a nine to five, because I'll admit, I'll admit right now financially, I'm not stable enough. I'm not stable enough to um I'm not stable enough to um quit my 9 to 5s full time in order to make things happen passively full time but you know I'm still learning like you don't have to you don't have to quit your job right now he even said in the book, like, you don't have to quit your job. Just keep your job. But what you do is when you get paid, use your money more wisely. Learn how to invest. Pay your bills and whatnot. Do what you got to do, you know what I'm saying, to make sure you got what you need. But don't be, don't, don't, don't keep spending like you used to. Don't keep going back to the same place you used to go. Don't keep going back to the same excuses. Like it all starts with your mindset. And that's like one of the main things that that book talks about. And that's what I recognize a lot of rich people say. Like when I watch, you know, rich people talk in interviews and on podcasts and whatnot, it all starts with your mindset. If you don't change your mindset, your finances aren't going to change. If you aren't going to change your mindset, your lifestyle is not going to change. If you don't change your mindset, your actions aren't going to change. It all starts with your mindset. Now, like I said, I'm definitely going to go into the full um, entrepreneur mode when I do the uh, when I do the podcast on the full version. I mean, uh, not the full version, but when I read the book 
and I take and I read it again and I take notes, I'm definitely gonna have a full blown conversation. Um, guests are willing are, are definitely welcome to come. Whoever's read it or whoever just wants to join in on the topic topic about money, but yeah, rich dad, poor dad. Uh, what would I give it out of ten stars? I would give it a hundred. So make sure you go get that book only if you're serious about financial literacy. Only if you're serious. If you wanna own a, if you wanna own a business, if you wanna figure out how to be tax free. If you want to find out how to the things that you need to invest in, how to invest in them wisely. If you don't want to be in the rat race, this book is for you. But if you want to keep a job, you don't want to invest money, you don't want to be your own boss, you want to keep working for somebody else, you don't want to own anything, you don't want any assets, you want liabilities more than assets, you want to don't you don't want to live uh, below your means, then this book is a this book isn't for you because obviously this lifestyle is very advanced for people of the entrepreneurship lifestyle. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna uh, make that happen one of these days, and we're gonna talk about it full detail. But yeah, that's just my partial review of Rich Dad Poor Dad. What's up, everybody? It's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere, Fridays, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's, with two S's, talk about it, underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. What's the deal? It's your boy, Chris Childs, a.k.a. Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. You dig? <laughs>